let's talk hold times. Now, if I wanted to make the shortest episode ever, I could just say that hold times are never a good thing. Done. Let's pack it up and head home. I mean, really, when was the last time any of us called a business and enjoyed waiting to talk to a rep? But the reality is, hold times aren't just inconvenient for callers. They also wreak havoc on businesses. Welcome to Snackable CX, where we break down our best resources into bite-sized guidance on how to stand out and be known for your customer experience. I'm Sam Salerno, here from Mindful, the best-in-class total experience solution that aims to add kindness to your tech stack. It's a common misconception that hold times are just bad for CX, because it's actually more of a domino effect. Frustrated callers lead to flustered customer service agents, inefficient contact centers, missed sales opportunities, high telephony bills, and the list goes on and on. After doing some research, I found a major hold time study done back in 2012 by Valero, a live chat platform, and they discovered that 60% of callers wouldn't wait on hold for more than a minute, and 90% would hang up at the five-minute mark. But that study was done over a decade ago. So we looked at some of our own internal customer data from a major U.S. utility company to see if we could find the same trends. And the result? Not much has changed in 10 years. Today's callers might be a little more tolerant of hold times in the one to five minute range, but make them wait any longer than five minutes and their satisfaction score takes a nosedive. And I'm not talking just a little percentage dip here. I mean, we're talking a nearly 100% satisfaction drop between customers who wait on hold for four minutes as opposed to eight minutes. Which leads to our next point of conversation. Does the type of hold a customer experiences change how long they're willing to wait? There are two types of hold, traditional and virtual. Traditional hold is the standard hold we're all used to. You call a business only to get stuck listening to the same hold music on repeat. You've either got the phone up to your ear while you're moving around, or you've put it on speakerphone and you flinch every time the automated thank you for holding voice comes on. Virtual hold, on the other hand, happens when a caller connects with a business and opts to be placed in a virtual queue, letting the caller hang up the phone and get back to their day while waiting to receive a callback from the next available representative. We then lined up the data to see the impact on net promoter score when comparing virtual hold and traditional hold, and we found a similar trend among callers. Those who opt in for a callback consistently score 4% higher in NPS than those who choose to wait on traditional hold regardless of how long they've been waiting. Now, it's pretty clear what this means for businesses and contact centers today. Long hold times can have a long-term negative impact on a business. But when using virtual hold and callback technology, businesses can drastically influence a customer's perception of hold times and preserve customer satisfaction and NPS scores. Okay. So we've looked at the data and we've broken down how traditional and virtual holds change a customer's perception of a business. But what steps can you take to fix hold times in your own business? And for that, I've got four steps for you. Four ways you can start improving your hold times and boosting customer satisfaction and sentiment. First up, deploy a virtual queue. We've already covered how this cool technology can help alleviate hold times. Given the choice between cramming the phone up to their ear or going about their day, Customers will choose the latter, and this freedom of choice creates positive customer sentiment and helps your business and contact center be more efficient, lower telephony overhead, and avoid agent burnout. 
One way you can take this further is by providing callers who enter a traditional hold queue with an estimated wait time and information on how many callers are ahead of them. This lays out expectations rather than leaving them guessing how much longer they'll have to wait on hold. Which takes us directly into step number two, offer a callback option. After two decades of callback experience, we've found that call abandonment jumps after two minutes of hold time. If your queue shows that current hold times are longer than two minutes, then the best thing you can do is offer callers the option for a callback. And shameless plug here, Mindful Callback has a function that lets you easily set parameters for your phone systems to offer a callback option once the queue exceeds a certain amount of callers or wait time. So you don't have to constantly micromanage your queues. Step number three, set up a callback widget on your website. If you're really wanting to cut out hold times and offer a premier customer experience, let customers schedule a callback without even picking up the phone. Place a call scheduling widget on your website or app so that all your customers have to do is choose when they'd like to receive a call from your agents, whether that's as soon as possible, later in the day, or on another day altogether. And step number four, use texting to gather customer data before the callback. Pre-callback texts serve a couple of purposes. They provide a callback confirmation and gentle reminder for the customer about their callback, reducing the chance of them missing the call. This is a biggie for reducing hold times, because if a customer misses their callback, their first instinct is to dial your 800 number. But when you nudge them with a reminder and immediately follow up on a missed call, they can reschedule without ever having to enter your IVR phone tree or hit the hold queue. You can also program texts to collect caller intent while they're waiting on hold. After a caller has opted for a callback, send them a text asking for more information about why they're calling. This information can then be relayed to the agent before the callback, so they can have a better idea of who is calling and why. Like I said at the top, I could have made this episode real simple. Just get rid of the hold flow. I mean, just ditch it. There's tech like Mindful out there that can turn this archaic practice into a beautiful experience in no time. But if you need a hand navigating your IVR experience, hit us up at Mindful, catch a demo, and see how you can turn press one to have fun. This episode has been adapted from the article, How Long Should a Customer Be on Hold?, which can be found on the Mindful CX resource library at getmindful.com. We publish new, snackable CX episodes every week, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.